Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. You already know who this is. I appreciate you tuning in this week and expressing and sharing your Monday blues with me. And if you haven't done so already, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell and on Facebook at its.me.shell.s for more content, behind the scenes, upcoming episodes, or so we can just say, come on, check your body, baby, do that conga. Yes, Mrs. Stefan. Yes, yes. Gloria, mm, starting off right this week. See you in a few. It's me, Shelbish. Saludo. Hola. Mi familia, how are we feeling on this fine Monday? Welcome to another episode of It's Me, Shell. And if this is your first time visiting, hello, hola, hello. I don't know, just saying hi. It's me, your host, Michelle S. And I hope everyone's weekend was as amazing as mine was. And in case you forgot, it's Pride Month. Yes, love is love and we should all have the freedom to love who we want. I can't say it enough. So I hope we all feel real hype. And if you're heading to work, already at work or heading home because the day is over, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm going to create the scenario for y'all. Give you some time to get ready. Mira, vámonos. Let's get it. Growing up, you noticed that you or one of your siblings had to do a lot for your family. And this was for many reasons, like if your family were immigrants to this country, if English wasn't their first language, if they were sick or elderly, or had to work to the bone to make sure you and your siblings had everything you needed. You had to be there for them, and that was a lot of responsibility, especially when you're just a kid, and it kind of forced you to become an adult, or at least think like one, because you always had to be on. That was exhausting and at times frustrating. You had to translate, help your parents even at their doctor appointments, help with dinner, and of course babysit your brothers, sisters, cousins, or all of the above because they were getting home late from work. As a grown-up, you continue on with this role and it's almost like you were assigned to do these things for your family. You were making decisions, speaking to doctors on your parents' behalf, helping your siblings with their issues, and scheduling family meetings to see what the fuck the beef was between anyone. Yeah, you did a lot. It was a great responsibility. Welcome to the world where you are labeled the leader in your family, and maybe you didn't know it, but that's definitely who you were. Follow the leader, 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 follow the leader. Here we go. Follow the leader, 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 follow the leader. Y'all remember the Soka boys telling us what to do and shit? I'm telling you, though, once that song came on, it was lit. I was doing exactly what they were asking me to do. Shit. Speaking of leaders, this week we're talking about leadership roles within our families and how we kind of get chosen or fall into that title as children and remain that leader as an adult. I know last week's episode, I mentioned that we were going to talk about family meetings And I think that leadership has a lot to do with that. But before we get into that, I want to speak about something very important. It's Juneteenth on Saturday, June 19th. I want to bring attention to this because growing up, 
Juneteenth wasn't something I knew about. This wasn't mentioned or taught to me as part of black history, the same way I didn't learn about the Tulsa Race Massacre. These events were so important in black history, but we were deprived of it. And I say we because everyone who went to school with me says the same exact thing. And this is the problem with the curriculum in these schools. They leave out important moments in black history. I spent some time researching and realized that a lot of people had the same feelings I do because they weren't taught about Juneteenth either and took to social media to express themselves. And that made me happy to see. You know why? Because the fact that social media was actually or is actually being used as a platform to ask why. Why didn't you tell us this information existed? Is, you know, that's a great thing. That's really what social media is all about. To spread awareness, to spread the word, to ask these questions and have people do better and actually answer them. Okay, Manta, you already know it's that time. I'm going to drop that knowledge. And according to the National Museum of African American History and Culture on Freedom's Eve, or the eve of January 1st, 1863, the first watch night services took place. And on that night, at the stroke of midnight, prayers were answered as all enslaved people in Confederate states were declared legally free. But not everyone in Confederate territory were freed immediately. Freedom finally came on June 19, 1865, when some 2,000 Union troops arrived in Galveston, Bay, Texas. The army announced that more than 250,000 enslaved black people in the state were freed by executive decree. And this day came to be known as Juneteenth by the newly freed people in Texas. Isn't that crazy? It took two extra years for the enslaved people in Texas to finally find out that they had been freed. I just wanted to share that piece of historical knowledge with you all. And if I'm not mistaken, we're still fighting for Juneteenth to become a federal holiday. Congress, do better. Listen, mi gente, it was a great read. So I suggest everyone go to the museum's page and just take a gander, read, become knowledgeable. Okay, so leadership. I will tell you, if you don't know this about me already, I'm a big family meetings person. I'm a mother, fiance, worked in the medical field for many years, managed for some time, so I knew nothing but leadership and had to organize many meetings and where we all had to sit and express anything and everything. And I know that you all know a work family is a real thing. I think that recognizing there is something wrong or something that needs to be said to a group of people, whether it's your family, friends, co-workers, Anyone takes a strong mind and a sense of leadership because you want to let whatever's bothering everyone out and just squash it. You know what else I noticed? Whatever the issues are, you just happen to be the person that everyone turns to to resolve everything. It's easier than having to deal with it themselves. Just turn to you. And you're so good at having all the answers or having good responses or good ideas that it's just easier not to think about it and say, hey... Can you help me with this? I was having a conversation with my co-parent last week, and he explained that someone in his family was triggered by the word leader. And I can kind of see why from different perspectives. Like, if you were labeled a leader, you might feel frustrated because that's a strong title to hold, especially the time you're giving that title, or maybe your age, maybe your mindset. It's really hard to just sit there and say, yep, I'm a leader, especially if you're not ready for it. The amount of responsibility that comes with leading, especially if you start at a young age, is incredible. 
Take me, for example. I had to translate everything for my mother. Anything from letters she received, appointments, movies, songs, TV shows, sending in her money orders everywhere, speaking to the landlord when something wasn't working, you name it, I had to dub it. It was a lot of work. And then on top of that, I had to take care of whatever she needed help with and still be a kid, go to school, do all the work I had to do at home or projects, science fairs, plays, music performances, and help out my sister and my brother with everything else they needed to. That shit was exhausting. It was confusing because you were helping make all these decisions and do all these adult things on a day-to-day basis, but you couldn't stay up late and watch TV because you had school the next day. So what the fuck was that about? You know, it gets confusing for a kid. Then, of course, you have the flip side of the coin, right? You have those people in the family that aren't even looked at as leaders or they would never be considered anyone to turn to to speak to them. And that creates resentment. Like, why can't you choose me? Why can't I help? Why aren't my decisions valued? That's not fair. And you also have the ones that are like, why do we have to help make decisions for anyone? We can all do whatever the fuck we got to do for ourselves, right? Everyone can handle their own. But the truth of the matter is that we all have someone that takes lead in our family. That person in your family will always exist because that's the way life is. Someone needs to be there to make the hard decisions or to talk to or to call when you sneeze twice in a row and you think you have COVID. I was that leader for my family for a very long time. And I will admit, as I got older, I kind of slid out that leadership role because I started my own family and I had to lead them. But I know many people that are still making decisions for absolutely everyone whether it's their own family their extended family they're just making choices left and right and that's hard so as promised my i guess what would i call it i don't know what i call it like my obsession my obsession with family meetings (laughs) i think it's an obsession i don't know i want to have a family meeting about everything but i like to make sure that we're good so i adopted the family meetings method and yes I will admit this to you all. This is something that I watched on TV shows growing up almost every night. And I wanted it in my own family way before I had children. I wanted the touching song, the moral, the hugs, and the okay, you get no allowance this week. That's your punishment. But then tomorrow we all go back to normal. And I never got that. And I blamed this on me being a kid and having so much of this responsibility. So who had time for family meetings? Being forced to grow up and get shit done was so frustrating to me that I didn't want to sit down and talk because I felt like no one in my family was offering to sit down and make me feel better about the situation at all. No one pulled me to the side and said, listen, it's hard now, but it will get better. I told myself that I was going to have that with my own family when I grew up, and that's exactly what I did. Being a leader was hard. Everyone turning to me for anything was scary, and I hated it. Like, just a short little story. Even my uncle. My uncle, he used to drive everywhere. He lived in New Jersey, or still lives in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. He would come to the Bronx to pick me up so I can take him to JFK. 
JFK Airport because I have that kind of memory. I don't want to say I'm super photographic because that's definitely not who I am. I shit, I can't even tell you what the fuck I ate last night. But when it came to long distances and things like that, I was able to kind of remember signs. So I would have to help him get to JFK every time we had to pick up my uncle from the airport when he was coming in from Dominican Republic. So, yeah, that's the kind of shit I had to do. And no, I'm not resentful. I don't feel resentful. If anything, I feel like it made me the leader I am today for my own family. But like I said before, it's just hard. You remember when in school you would fight to be the line leader and you clearly knew that it was in the order of height. But you always had that one teacher that would let you slide and let you lead. Well, I wish it was like that for many of us growing up. Like, okay, you're in the front of the line today. Let's see what you got. But we'll give you a break from time to time. We're our family here and we all have to share the load. Now that is a family meeting. Which brings us to our favorite segment, Window Talks with Lakomai. Some of my fans, friends, or foes send me questions, dilemmas, ideas, or comments. And Lakomai gives them advice to help them with whatever they got going on from her little round table in the kitchen by the window. Or she reads them to death while sipping her tea. It's also a time where Lakomai reflects on shit and she shares it with you all. You know she drops knowledge, talks shit, whatever she wants, there's no stopping her. So this week I asked, has anyone ever been given the title of a leader at a very young age and it became very overwhelming? And Lakomai had some stuff to say. Mi gente! I don't want to forget to ask you to please follow me on Twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell. No better place to air shit out. And you know, my experience... People say whatever the hell they want on there. Whatever. That's the place we need to be. Hugs and kisses. Hola and hello. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody. It's me, la comaya. Yes, buenas, it's me, la comaya. Michele, welcome y bienvenido. How are you? How you been? I hope you've been good. Oh my goodness, I've been working on the series. It's me, Wednesday, and it's been so much fun, pero I missed you. So this week we asked were you given the title of leader at a young age? And it became very overwhelming. Bueno, that's a good one. And I know that you know that I have a story. So let me tell you. This is my own personal experience. So pay attention. I had to do everything for my family growing up. We would go to the welfare office and I would have to politely curse the caseworker out because she tried to play us like, bitch, listen, we need help. You're not the gatekeeper. We here because we need it. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there because sometimes those people swear they're the president or something. I just can't believe it. The buffuckery of the 90s. Anyway, I had to help out with a lot of things. So you can say I was like the second mother. And I will tell you. That it made me very stressed out because I had to do a lot. And yes, I was very young, pero that shit taught me responsibility. I know a lot of people today that don't even know how to write a money order, let alone a check. You see, that's why I'm la comay because I've been helping out since I was a baby comay, you know? 
Whenever my mommy was sick, I would go to the doctor with her and ask all the questions and make sure that we picked up all her medicine and that she got everything she needed before we left. That was my responsibility. And I had younger siblings too, but I was the oldest, so it had to be me. You know, I had to worry about all that stuff. I had to make sure that my brother and my sister were good at the same time. We all grew up and I was still the one that had to deal with a lot of it. And of course I felt overwhelmed, but I think that it's part of life. And that it's also something that made me la comai that I am today. There's always going to be someone that's assigned to talk for the family, to make decisions, to speak their minds when something doesn't make sense. Or even if it does make sense, we're going to say something about it. It's just our nature. We just like to talk. We're the fucking leaders. That's who we are. And like I said before, yes, it was kind of stressful, you know, growing up and doing all that stuff. But I like to know what's going on. I like to help whenever I can. And I always want to make sure that we are all good. So it was just in my blood to be a leader. I just had to leave. And that's it. I think that also has a lot to do with being a good neighbor, a good comai, brother, sister, spouse, employee, friend, or parent. It's all about if you know, then I know. And if I know, then you know. We all stay connected. We all stay together. And, you know, it's okay if I'm just right in the front of the line. That's no problem. I say whatever the fuck I have to say to whoever. And that's all I have to say about that. Y mira, don't forget, mi casa es su casa. Just be nice and let me know when you stop and buy. But my window is always open. Why you always make me call you so much? Come here. Go follow my girl on her tiki taki and her Twitter. And don't forget to tune into our new series, It's Me, Wednesday. Well, it's really all about me because you know I have to be the center of attention. Just want to make sure I get you over that Wednesday and closer to Friday. See you on Wednesday. Well, you heard it, mi gente. La Comay has spoken. I know initially I mentioned the adoption of family meetings for my family. And that's because when I thought of leadership, family meetings came to mind. But I think in all reality, it was my mind making the connection that having these meetings, discussing things with my family, making decisions that best suit their needs, was all about the role we held or hold as leaders. Everyone in their family has that one person, whether it's you, any of your siblings, if you have any, of course, or a really close family member, or even family friend, we all have that person who looks out for the entire family and makes sure that we're all good. And of course it gets frustrating because at the end of the day, we're all human. We get tired. I know I definitely thought at times, when will I have the time to think about myself? Sounding like a self-produced and directed drama movie. What about what I want? What about my needs? Oh God. But all jokes aside, the conversation I had with my co-parent led to something bigger. And it happened once we hung up. And that was that my role as a leader within my family is what kept us going. Not only did it help my mom, my sister, my brother, and myself, but it also helped our survival, especially in the mean streets of New York in the 90s. And I'm glad I was able to contribute to that. 
Bueno, mi gente, my people, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. But before I go, I want to remind you to please, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell and on Facebook at its.me.shell.s and click that follow and like button. This way, you can send me messages, questions, comments, requests, or you can just see how fucking funny I am. Hello? Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell. You know I'm here for you all, so let's read some shit out into existence. Get rid of all of it. We don't need it. Shit. And make sure you tune in to It's Me Wednesday. You guessed it. Every Wednesday. New series on IGTV. I know La Comay is super excited, and she's already made her debut. So to her, she's a star. You know she loves to make her appearances known. Just trying to make it that much easier to get to Friday. That brings us to the end of It's Me, Shell. And you can catch It's Me, Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say, fuck Mondays, together. Don't miss next week's episode where we talk about hot girl summer. Yes, because summer is literally a week and a half away and we just have to talk about it. Listen, I'm going to be out here celebrating hot engaged summer, okay? So this is kind of like an homage to all my girls out there because they ready. They've been waiting and honey, they're ready. I don't want to end without wishing my other half a very, very, very happy, happy, happy birthday. Hey, Sammy the Bull, it's your birthday. Yes, honey, it's your birthday on Thursday. I love you so much, so get ready to be embarrassed. After all, it's your birthday, and you and I are forever, so get used to it. Also, it's Father's Day on Sunday, so happy Father's Day to all the wonderful fathers, as well as the stepfathers, uncles that have to take on a fatherly role, the mothers that have to fulfill dual parental roles, or anyone that has to be that fatherly figure in these youth's lives, because sometimes our families are just that dynamic, and there's nothing wrong with that. And a very special father's day to my fiance he's the greatest most caring father to all of our children and we appreciate and love you honey don't forget that lastly i want to leave you with this and this little tidbit actually came from my other half and uh, i just want to leave you with it because i like to give people their credit although he takes all of my jokes and doesn't really give me credit especially when he's talking to his friends but it's okay because this is a partnership (laughs) nothing against amazon But why is it that more people know about Prime Day? And when you ask them about Juneteenth, they have no idea what you're talking about. Ain't that some shit. Peace and love, I'm out.